What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Ignite Your Fire podcast. It is your host, Celine Bacardi, and I am so glad that you're here and so excited to be getting on somewhat of a routine with releasing new episodes and content every week. I've kind of been finding my own flow and seeing what works for me because I'm very much known to just do my own thing and not really fit into a mold. And so over the last few weeks, I tried out a new theme. I've been going live on my Instagram with podcast topics and then just taking the audio out afterwards. And I find that that's been easier for me because I can stay engaged and fired up when I'm speaking to others and they're engaging back with me because sometimes it can be very challenging for me to record when I'm just speaking to myself into a microphone. So trying that out, I've been loving it. Um, You can catch me over there live every single Monday at 12 p.m. Central time. Um, My handle for Instagram is at Celine Bacardi. It's also in the description of my podcast if you want to copy it, but it's just my name. And so you can meet me over there live and then catch the audio later. But I am so excited for today's episode. This is something that I am super passionate about, and it's a topic that I haven't ever talked about publicly because I've been afraid to for a long time, and I actually go into all that. So here we go. Um, So yeah, what I want to talk about today is... um, that you're responsible for your healing. And I think that's a topic that needs to be talked about for a lot of people. And there's going to be a lot of, it's always hard to come up with a title. I'm not going to lie. Like I have to like title these for my podcast and I don't know how to make a title because one, I don't know how to talk about one thing. I go on, on tangents and I rant because one thing makes me think of another thing and another thing. And so it's hard to just find a title and just stick to that subject. And so the basics, or basics, the basis of what I'm talking about is being responsible, taking responsibility for your healing. Um, Because we all go through situations in life, struggles, um, we're all in like toxic situations at some, some, some point, and we just all go through shit that, you know, tests us and tests, you know, our mindsets and things like that. And I think a lot of us spend so much time in the anger, the resentment, the victim mentality, which I'm going to talk about. And we don't look for the lesson for the blessing. We're just stuck in the negative, basically the negative repetition, instead of pulling ourselves out and having gratitude for the situation that we went through and then healing and taking the responsibility and the ownership to make that story different and to turn it around. And if, there's anything that people would tell me that I've inspired them with is taking shitty situations and turning it around because my life has not been perfect, like at all. And I share a lot of my story and this particular experience I think was put in my path to further help me help people because, um, you know, I've, I share this part of my story a lot. I've been on my own since I was 16. I got kicked out. I have a better relationship with my, my mom now. Um, but Oh shit. Sorry. I totally turned that around on accident. I was trying to wave. I try to wave at every person that pops on because I see you and I love you for being here. But um, I have a better relationship with my mom now. Can you guys hear these? Like, what even? Um, But, you know, I got kicked out at 16. That was like a big thing at the time. Like, I went through a lot of stuff as a teenager and trying to figure that out. And I didn't really have any awareness. Like you don't really have self-awareness at that age. And I really feel like this particular situation and experience that I was in maybe happened for a reason so I could identify all of these things, all of these, what do you you want to call them? All of, I don't want to say issues, (laughs) but just all of the, I don't know the word, but um, these things that I've 
I guess, yeah, had issues with, or like just things that I've needed to work on, basically things that I've needed to work on within myself and, um, that I experienced, you know, back then, but again, no self-awareness, no way to really interpret it. And then, you know, this shit came along. And so, um, to keep it brief, <laughs> to keep it brief, this situation, um, that I went through and I, the reason why I'm sharing it too, sorry, I know I, I feel like I built things up and I don't do it on purpose, but, um, the, the reason why I want to share about it, like I said, it's not the story. It's not the details. Like I don't need to go into that because that's not the important part, but I do feel like it's important to share a little bit of a story just because that's where the inspiration really is. Because I could spit to you all day long about your mindset and having to be positive and having to look at the glass half full. But if you don't know what I went through and why I think that, then it really doesn't mean anything. It's kind of like words just coming at you. Like it's easier said than done. And I, I say a lot of this stuff in my posts and my stories. And I've had people like, you know, it's easier said than done. And you're just stuck in the victim mentality. Like that's it, to be straight, to be real with you, to be tough love. Like you're just stuck in the victim mentality. Um, because, um, like, it doesn't matter. Like you could take what I, what I write, you could take what I say and apply it to what you're going through. And so anyway, like I said, I just, I want to, to share a little bit of the story just because I feel like that's where the inspiration, the relatability, it truly lies. And so, um, I feel like it can hit a higher impact. And so again, never talked about this, bear with me. I, I don't feel nervous, which I'm really proud about. That's why I'm glad I did this on Saturday because it really got it out, but, um, I've never talked about this publicly. So um, a couple of years ago, almost, almost a couple of years ago, it's, cra it's crazy that it's been that long. I say that and you think, I don't know, to me, it sounds like forever ago, but a couple of years ago, I got into a relationship and, um, this relationship was one of the hardest that I've ever been in in my life. <laughs> one of the hardest, most eye-opening experiences of my life. And it broke me down, broke me all the way down. Um, I experienced a lot of anxiety a lot of depression, a lot of my old self, you know, I talk about my journey all the time and how I overcame anxiety and overcame depression and have just built this person that I am today. Cause you got to build this person. You don't wake up a confident person. You don't wake up one day, an empowered person. You don't wake up one day, a positive person. You build that person. Okay. So you have to do the work, which is what I'm going to talk about. So this relationship <laughs> brought me back to the old Celine. And I, it was, it's super humbling in a way. And for a while I was angry. I was resentful because I had spent so much time building myself to be what I am that when I reverted back to my old ways and felt like myself, you know, going backwards and regressing, I got angry. I got angry at the situation. I got resentful at what was causing it. And I've done a lot of work a lot of work, a lot of healing, because it's my responsibility to do it. I could place blame all day long, but it's my responsibility to heal. And so now in hindsight, I always say hindsight's 2020. When you're going through something, it's very hard to share it. Um, I never talked about it for a lot of different reasons. I was scared. I was going through it. I was, I didn't know how to talk about it because I was sad. <laughs> and um, it was also to protect him in a way to protect myself, you know, ego, fear, like fear of being judged. We all have that. We get scared of getting judged, um, which really is just your ego. Like that's your ego at work, like trying to keep you safe and trying to keep you protected. And I'm somebody who doesn't really like to reach out for help. I don't like, you know, people, I don't like the whole, like, are you okay? Like, that's not my jam. <laughs> like, and if you've ever checked it on me, I'm not trying to like say that. I love you. I appreciate every ounce of support that I get on here. Don't take me wrong at all. But um, you know, I, I just, I'm not, I don't like that. And along this way, along dealing with this, I lost my ability to be vulnerable. That's something that I realized too. I lost my ability to be vulnerable. Um, 
because I just like wore this mask that like, I'm okay. You know, this is just another thing in my life. Like, you know, I've been through so much shit. I've gone through so many things like people haven't gone through and I've overcome it. Like I've always persevered. Like I got this shit. I'm okay. It was a mask. And I didn't know it at the time. Like that was unconscious. Like I wore a mask. Um, you know, I am a very strong person, but I was not okay. Not even almost, I was going through some shit and I just didn't know it. I was like in denial in a way. I don't know. But anyway, so, um, this relationship was very toxic and I don't say that in a bad way. Um, I actually have so much love for this person and I am so grateful for our relationship, for our time together, everything that it taught me. I'm grateful to know this person, to have loved this person. So it's nothing hostile. And a lot of people would think that's fucking crazy, but that's the beauty of getting to this space, this, this self-healing, um, positive mindset space. And so I, um, the person I was in a relationship with struggled with addiction and I had never known addiction until this, which is funny because, um, I guess side story, my, I have a brother <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know, I, he's not ever, you know, I don't ever share that. You see my sister, you see my nieces, stuff like that. I don't really have a, a very close relationship with my brother just because he's struggled with addiction, um, since an early age, since his teenage years. And we have a 10 to 11 year age gap. And so we never got super close. And so even though I knew as I grew up that, you know, he had addictions, it, I didn't know it, you know, I didn't actually know what it was because we were young and, you know, my mom didn't really tell me much. And then as you grow up, it's just any, anybody on the outside, if you don't know addiction, if you've never been in it, if you've never struggled with addiction yourself or been on the opposite end of it, you have no idea what it is. And when I used to hear about it and hear from people, I'd be like, wow, like, I'm so sorry, you know, like that must be so hard. Like, I'm so sorry for what you're going through, but you still have no idea until you're in it. And so I had never known addiction. I had never known how it could affect people, the type of things people can do when they are under the influence of drugs. Um, that's mine in particular addiction comes in many forms. I mean, seriously, like alcohol, sex, food, like there's all types of addictions, but the one that I was dealing with was a drug addiction. And so I never, I never known that. And again, details don't matter. The details don't matter. The story doesn't matter, but you know, events that happened within this relationship, it was like dealing with two different people. You know, you have like the person that you know, and you love, you have the person that they could become when they're under the influence of substance abuse. And so that's a mind fuck in itself. Right. <laughs> like some days you feel kind of crazy and you battle with yourself because you don't know whether or not to stay or to leave or to continue loving this person through it or to try to get out of it. And, and there's so much, and it went on for like the, on the inside of the relationship for like seven months, um, being in it one-on-one -on -one with it, um, for seven months. And within those seven months, lots of things happened. I was exposed to things that I've never been exposed to before. I had to see things I didn't want to see, do things I didn't want to do. Um, and I put myself in a very tough situation because you, again, there's the battle and that's a whole nother subject. I do want to get into that more, you know, like getting out of toxic situations, whether that be relationships, whether it be a loving relationship, a family relationship, a friendship, it doesn't matter. Like toxic is toxic. And that's a whole nother subject for another time. That's something I will get into because I am very passionate about that subject as well, because we need the strength to get out of situations like that. But, um, you know, this is more so on just like the self-healing and, and the after effect and what you need to do for you. And so, um, again, like there was a lot of toxicity 
And the breaking point for me was realizing, which is another reason I'm so passionate about my journey that I'm always talking about this. Whenever I tell you it's not workouts, it's not, you know, beach body. I really mean that it's not that it's the person I've become, you know, through, through starting my journey. And I'm grateful that I started my journey, like, you know, almost three or it's over, been over three years ago because all of those the person I built myself to be through getting in tune with my wellness, my health, my fitness, uh, my mindset the most, mindset is the most important, but I built a version of myself, um, the highest version of myself that I had ever known, the best version of myself that I had ever known. And so I knew what it felt like to be that person. I knew what it felt like to be healthy in my mind and in my body and in my spirit, my soul, confident, empowered. And I knew what that felt like. And so when I was in this relationship and going through this, I knew the feelings I was feeling is not how I was meant to be feeling. Like I knew my wellness was being fucked with for lack of better words. And my wellness is something that's very important to me because I know what's on. I know what it's like to be anxiety ridden. I know what it's like to be depressed and negative and hating the world around me. I never wanted to be that. I was angry. I was resentful for things that happened in my teenage years. I took myself out of that. I grew from that. And now I found myself in a situation where all of those feelings were coming back, you know, being in this relationship and, and having to go through a lot of what I went through, I found myself becoming anxious again. Like get, it was anxiety almost daily wondering, you know, is he going to get high today? Is he going to come home today? Am I going to have to go save the day today? Um, am I going to have to see some shit I don't want to see or, you know, do something like I just, there's a lot, you know, and anxiety every single day. And when, what I do, you see me every day. I show up on social media for my business. I show up to a team. I mentor an entire team of coaches to run a business. I show up to my clients that I help with their own wellness and health. And so here I am, falling apart, trying to help other people. And I never once, I never, ever once took a step back from that just because this was my rock. My business, my girls, my team, um, the people that I helped, like they were my rock. It was the one constant when everything else was unknown and uncertain. This was the one thing that I knew I had control of that I can come back to and would be my safe space. And it was, and I held on to it like a fucking crutch. Like I did not let go. Like it held, it held me up. And, um, I find healing through helping, which is why I do what I do. And it's why I'm so passionate about the things that I'm passionate about, because the more I help, the more I heal, being able to take my story and my struggles and my pain and help other people with it. It makes it all worth it. It, it kind of like it, it heals it. It releases it because I've helped somebody with it. And I can't help anybody with this particular thing if I hadn't gone through it myself. And so this was just another thing in my path. And now I feel such a strong passion to help people on both sides of addiction, whether you are the one that is struggling with addiction or you've been on my end of the addiction and just loving somebody through addiction. And so, um, again, just got off on a tangent there. Um, but I felt myself regressing and I felt myself having anxiety almost daily. And I was so sad. I was so depressed. <laughs> like I didn't let myself stay there long. Again, so grateful for my mindset and how strong I built it. It didn't come again. You build this person, you build the strength in your mind and in your body. But I didn't let myself stay depressed long, but I, I was, I was so sad. How do you not, how are you not sad? This person that you love, you have to make a decision whether am I going to, am I going to put you before me or am I going to put me first? You know, my wellness 
is always going to come first. That's one of the hardest things, the hardest decisions you will ever have to make in your life because love is love and love is so strong, but you're not supposed to be in love with toxicity. Like it doesn't matter what form it comes in. Toxic is toxic. And you have to put yourself first because if I had stayed in that relationship any longer, it would have killed me. It would have killed me. And a lot of you who follow me on Instagram, you know that I struggled with my skin a lot a year and a half ago, two years ago, breakouts everywhere from cheek to cheek to my chin, like breakouts everywhere. I never struggled with anxiety or with acne in my life. And this was the first time I was struggling. And it's so funny at the time I didn't realize, but it was the stress. It was the anxiety. It was the depression. It was what I was going through that caused that. Like that was, <laughs> it was coming out somehow. And that, that was what it was. And now I see those videos and I see those pictures. If they come up, I see them and it, I get sad for a second and then I just like apologize. Like I literally stare at that girl and I'm like, I'm so sorry that I allowed you to go through this for as, la as long as you did, but we're here now. We're okay now. You know, we came out and I just honor myself for that. And that's another important thing. Like things can trigger you and bring you back to a sad feeling, but you just have to remind yourself like you're not in that place anymore. You did the work and it was hard as fuck, but you came out of it. And so forgive yourself and honor yourself for the hard work that you put in to be where you are. Um, and so I knew I had to get out of that situation. I knew I had to leave that situation. And although I left the relationship, the situation continued on because I didn't take this person out of my life. Um, I thought that I could be his friend. I thought that I could still be there for him. I thought that I could still be that rock for him. And, um, you know, I didn't want to feel the guilt that I was abandoning him or, you know, making him feel like he wasn't good enough. And obviously there's the other end where it's coming from. And, you know, he still wanted to be with me. And, you know, I under, like, it's, it's, it's a battle. If you've ever dealt with addiction, you know this, because, you know, I said, there's two sides to a person. There's the person that you know and love, and there's the person that, you know, is under the influence of substance abuse. And it's hard because they don't, they've got their own battle that they're facing and you can never win that battle for them. You can't. You can't do anything. And so I accepted that. It was hard as fuck. I will never tell you that any situation is easy. It's easy. Like when you hear somebody speaking it to you, you're like, yeah, easier said than done. No, I went through a lot of shit. Did you see my skin? <laughs> Did you see like, it was hard. It was hard for a long time. And nobody really knew because again, I, I kind of hid this because I was scared to talk about it. And so I struggled sometimes internally just by myself. And then, you know, obviously like my sister, she's, you know, my best friend in the whole world. She knew what, so I had some people there for me, but, um, it's never easy, but I had to accept it. And then I had to turn that pain around, you know, and that's really what I want to get into because you can only stay angry for so long. You are not responsible for what happens to you, what other people do to you, the things that they may um, hurt you with or buy, but it is your responsibility to heal. It's your responsibility to decide that you're not going to be angry and resentful and negative. You are going to turn that pain into purpose. You are going to become more positive. You're going to take that lesson and you're going to be grateful for that struggle because either way you learn something from it. I've said this before on the podcast. You can't always choose the hand that you're dealt, but you sure as shit can choose how you play those cards. And that is where your power lies. And a lot of the times we give up that power, like as if somebody else is supposed to come along and fix us. Like one, it's nobody's obligation or responsibility to fix you, just like it's not your obligation to fix anybody else. Um, and two, don't give up your power like that. 
That's your fucking power. You stand in your power. You create your own healing. And you know what happens when you do that? That's where you get confidence. That's where you get empowerment. And that's how you can build that belief in yourself because you did that shit you went through it, you overcame it, you did it for you. And so that's the only reason I can speak like this is because I did it. I can never speak on this. I can't just speak about something that I didn't go through, which again, that's the gratitude. So one, accepting, two, gratitude. I don't really have steps. I'm just one and two in here, but have gratitude for what you go through any struggle. I don't care what it is. You know, I'm grateful that I got kicked out at 16 because I'm so independent now. And I probably wouldn't be if I, you know, I don't know how long I would have you know, stayed at my mom's house, who knows, but, um, I have independency now. Like I'm grateful for that situation. I'm grateful for this situation because I now have a new avenue to help people. That's the number one thing that I got out of it. I was like, I now have a whole nother world of people that I can help, um, who have been in this situation or currently in this situation, whatever it is. Like, it's just more ways that I'm able to help and serve, which I feel like is my true purpose. I feel like that is the true reason for all the growth that I've had for this opportunity that fell into my lap as a coach. And, you know, to just do all these things that it's rippled into the podcast, just like this, I feel like it just added another, another way that I can really help and serve the world and spread my love and spread my light. And so I'm grateful for that. I'm also grateful that it showed me pieces of myself that I needed to heal. Um, for instance, codependency. I have a lot of codependency issues that I didn't even know what it was. I had no idea what codependency even meant. And I started looking into it and I identified a lot of ways that I am codependent. And so this situation taught me a lot about myself and not only the bad parts, but the good, it taught me how compassionate I am, how understanding I am. Um, how loving I truly am, the ability to not judge. Like I don't judge him. I don't judge any other addict. Um, nothing. And it, it amazes some people when they hear that. And it amazes me sometimes because so many people, it's easy to be angry. It's the norm to be angry and to be mad and resentful. But what is that doing for you? We hold on to our pain. We hold on to our suffering as if it's a security blanket. Why? We're so comfortable feeling pain. We're so comfortable in the suffering instead of doing the work to heal because doing that, getting, digging deep and figuring out how to heal and how to mend these wounds is so uncomfortable, right? We know that it's uncomfortable, but why is it any more comfortable to sit in pain and to sit in suffering? That shit is not fun. Like I could cry every day and I could wish it was different and I could try to go back and replay things in my mind and, and just wish it. And it, why there's, it's nothing, nothing changes if nothing changes. Right. And so I'm not going to sit in suffering because it makes me feel bad. And so you can only spend time there for so long, feel what you feel. You go through shit just like the next person and you are allowed to feel whatever feelings come from that. Like your feelings are completely valid and you're allowed to be angry and upset. Like I was angry and upset because I thought that I found my soulmate. I thought this person was me, <laughs> like my soul, like literally my soul and another soul per person's soul like met and flames and it was amazing. Um, and that's just not how it happened. But I know this person came into my life for a reason and I, you know, I found the good in it. And so I spent time being angry. I was fucking pissed. Like I was angry at him. I was angry at all the, the ways that I got hurt of all the things I was exposed to that I would have been innocent to for the end of time. If not for this, like, who knows, honestly, you never know what the future holds, but, um, you can only stay there so long because you can't heal in that, in that place. You can't heal in that anger and, and the blame blaming somebody is only justifying your anger. 
it's giving you a reason like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm angry and I'm resentful because you know, this person did this to me. Great. What the fuck are you going to do about it? Because the same person that caused your pain is not going to help you recover from it. Like the same person that caused that problem is not going to be the one to solve it. <laughs> the person who caused your pain can't heal it. There's no one going to come up and pick the, pick up the pieces and put them back together. No one's going to come and heal you. You have to do it. And that's where it's like, take ownership, take ownership of the role that you play in situations, take ownership for the fact that maybe you stayed in a situation way longer than you were supposed to. And you went back trying to fix, trying to mend, trying to change. What are you doing? That's you. That's you. And I did that for seven months. And that's a lot shorter than other people do that. So I'm grateful for that. And I'm glad that I pulled myself out of it when I did, but I took ownership for the role that I played and how many times I tried to change the situation and wish it was different and, and fix and mend somebody else. You can't fix people. Okay. You can't. Um, so accept the role that you played and take ownership for it. Because when you do, when you get true and, and honest with yourself, that's when you begin to heal because you have to own up to the shit that's there for you to clean up. Like, what is it that you need to clean up? Like assess the situation, figure it out and then begin the healing process. But until you get honest, until you really do not want to be the victim anymore, you can't heal. You can't heal resentments. You can't heal anger because you're still stuck in the victim mentality of why me? And this shouldn't have happened to me. And you know, nothing happens to you. It happens for you. And so you have to find that. And I found that this happened for me. I, I didn't know why for a long time. I had no idea. And then through the healing, you find different reasons. You find different reasons. And your pain is your power. Turn that pain into purpose. Help somebody else with it, which is what I'm doing. And it was hard to talk about this, but it's helpful. I know it's helpful. I know it's helpful. Um, and, you know, being able to preach on the healing process. I mean, I've healed from things before. I've grown from things before. Oh, man sorry, but the type of self-awareness that I have now at this stage in my life, like self-healing is a whole, I got a whole different meaning of healing and it's not pretty. It's not glamorous. Healing is not supposed to be sparkles and rainbows and sunshine. Like people are all like healing journey. Like my healing journey is like, like crying every day. Um, emotional release, like just every single day, cry it out, feel what you feel. You have to work through it. It's not going to be comfortable. It's going to be very uncomfortable but you need to do those things. You need to do the uncomfortable things and you have to catch yourself, hold yourself accountable because you're going to find yourself trying to blame, trying to point fingers and, and something's going to trigger you and you're going to have that same anger and resentment and your ego is going to want to just act out to keep you safe. But you call yourself out and you're like, no, we're not doing that shit anymore. We're not playing the blame game. We're not going to woe is me. We're going to power through this. And we're going to work on it and we're going to take that trigger and we're going to shift it into something else. Disassociate what triggered you disassociate it. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of avenues this can go on. And, and as I get further in my own self-healing journey, I do want to talk more about this, but my main topic today is just taking responsibility for your healing and doing the work to actually heal because you're going to bring all that shit into the next relationship. You're going to bring that shit with you in other scenarios in your life. And you don't want to do that. Because then you're just going to create the same pattern over and over and over again. And I had to learn this lesson too, because this has affected relationships that I've been in. This has affected way more than just like a, a romantic relationship too. Like I have triggers and I have a hard time trusting people now. Like I have to do my recovery. I say it like that because you know, a lot of addic addiction, like you, you go into recovery. Yeah. Being on the end of it 
any situation. It doesn't matter. Any situation you go into recovery, that's your self-healing. And so I have to learn how to trust people again. I have to learn how to be vulnerable again. I have to learn how to not think people are manipulating me or lying to me and just trust people for their true intentions and not think that there's some ulterior motive. I have to do so many things and disassociate so many triggers. And so I do that work every single day because I want to be better. I don't want to be a fucking victim to this situation. And I'm not going to be a victim to this situation. You are not a victim. You are a fucking warrior. Okay. Be a warrior and stand in that power. Like nobody can take that from you, especially when you build that for yourself. And that's how you become strong to handle any situation. And obviously give yourself that grace and go through it with compassion and love and light. Don't be the hard exterior, angry person that walks around. That's who I was when I was going through all the shit that I was as a teenager. And I felt myself becoming that again now. And we're like, nope, that's not happening. We're going to continue spreading love. We're going to continue spreading light. And we're going to continue to carry that because that's when we operate at our best. Okay, Celine, that's a conversation I have with myself all the time. Talk to yourself. It's healthy. Okay. I talk to myself all the time and I identify things. I talk to myself. I work through it with myself. Um, but just heal because you don't want to bring all of the, like, you don't want to have, you don't want to walk around with anger and resentment. It's not going to change anything. Forgive, learn forgiveness. That's the number one thing too. I say number one, number two, there's everything's the number one thing. Everything is the main thing, but forgiveness, forgive yourself. For, because usually when we, when we're in toxic situations, we start to resent ourselves. We start to hate ourselves. We start to be like, you're so fucking stupid. Why do you do this all the time? And here you go again. And I, I stopped trusting myself. That's another big thing. I had to learn how to trust myself and to trust my decisions. Cause I stopped trusting myself. I went back and put my hand in this fire so many times. And I'm like, Celine, you knew what the outcome was going to be. And you did it again. And so I stopped trusting myself in decisions, any decision any decision. It didn't have to be relationships. Like I couldn't even decide what kind of cereal I wanted. Like it became so hard for me to make decisions because I just, I don't know, just little things, little things. And, and, and becoming aware of these things is important so that you can identify them so that you can change them and heal them. But forgive yourself, forgive yourself for putting yourself in situations that you didn't belong in or that you kept yourself in, forgive yourself for trusting a little too much when maybe you shouldn't have, or, you know, whatever it is, whatever, like identify the role that you played, take responsibility for it and then forgive yourself and then forgive the person. That's the hardest part for people is to forgive the person who wronged them, who did something to hurt them. You have to forgive them. And it's not for them. It's not like you're letting them off the hook or accepting it that it's okay or, you know, whatever it is, like, it doesn't mean that what the person did to you was okay. It just means that you're letting yourself off the hook. You're freeing yourself of negativity and anger and resentment, and you're liberating yourself and finding compassionate, like compassion in your heart and allowing yourself to still remain loving and caring and not angry. And so you have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive other people. Um, again, you can't always choose the hand that you're dealt, but you choose how you play it. And you can't be responsible for how people treat you or what they do to you, but you are responsible for your own healing. Okay. Thank you guys so much for jumping on. It seriously means the world to me. I, how many times am I going to do that? Um, it means the world to me. I, I, I love you guys more than you understand. And it means the world that you jump on here and you listen and you comment and you message. And so if there is anything that you ever want to talk about, if I said something that resonated with you, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Um, let me know what you want to hear on here. 
And that's it. Have an awesome day. Bye.